We're gonna write a book about everything So many things that we can explore Documented in a series of podcasts I'm not sure what we're doing this for Flight 29's big book of everything Burn all the textbooks cause they're obsolete It's our attempt to rewrite history By making podcasts every other week Hi, I'm Dan, and I've just dropped my kids off at school. I'm Charlie, and... Oh shit, I've forgotten to pick my kids up from school. And I'm Rich, and I foster abandoned kids from schools, and they've grown up to respect me as their own father. And this is Flat29's Big Book of Everything, Chapter 38, Children. I have a question for you, Rich and Charlie. Were you ever children? I think so. (laughs) What a weird inflection. I think so. It's all becoming a distant blur now. It's true. It's difficult to imagine uh, you as a child. I, I, actually, I'm saying that. It's really quite easy to imagine Rich as a child. Yeah, it I is. Know. Your boyish charms give you away as having once been a child. Um, but what were you like as children? Were you content, happy children? Were you anxious, stressed children? I was hanging out with my dad the other day because we were having like a family day. We were talking about, like, childhoods and things, and Dad was like, yeah, because you used to be really aggressive, and then you calmed down a bit. (laughs) No way. I can't imagine you as an aggressive child. Yeah, I know. In what way were you aggressive? I mean, we've heard about your sharp knife on you story, where you tried to stab people. That was a good impression. (laughs) That's pretty aggressive. Yeah. Um, I don't know, he just said, apparently I was quite... I think he just meant, like, I was quite... um, Restless. Yeah, and I just probably caused lots of ruckus um, <laughs> you brought the ruckus basically yeah basically and yeah. Uh, he said that i calmed down after a while apparently when i was like a toddler i was a bit terrible really <laughs> yeah so what were you like charlie what was your uh, childhood uh, i was delightful and angelic at all times were you yeah i was a blameless child up until well about last week you're a blameless <laughs> child what sort of um stories do your parents say about you as children there's mainly one that they love telling about the time i had some rice cakes and i was in the in the on a car journey with my brother and, oh yeah um, i've heard this is going to be made into a motion picture isn't it uh, well i would make a damn good one <laughs> okay go on <laughs> um and basically i op- opened the packet and it, so the packet was passed to me and my parents kind of were watching and they so i took the first one out and handed it to my brother and i thought oh how nice yeah um, you know he's being so generous giving it to my brother no. turns out the top one was the broken one i didn't want that so no. i went the one underneath it was full so, uh, yeah, DBS. that's basically the kind of child I was. I'm going to be honest, Charlie, I'm not going to go and see that film. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice story, but I don't think it's going to translate to the big screen. Well, I think it may be animated short before a bigger picture. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Surely it could be a flashback somewhere in a bigger film. Yeah. One of my um, things that my mum tells about me when she was describing me as a very young child was where a story she likes to tell when I was she was changing my nappy uh, and she was doing all the business and I just happily pissed up into the air and back down onto my own face. <laughs> That's classic <nasty>. times, <laughs> and I was just uh, bewildered. I think with the expression <laughs> on my face, you would be, wouldn't you? What's happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not your finest moment, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, I think from there, the only way is up, right? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's a solid baseline to work from, isn't it? If you start your life pissing into your own face, then you've got a good uh, trajectory. <laughs> you know, you can only go up from there. <laughs> I'd say that's a contender for your CV. <laughs> can piss on own face if required. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it now. I haven't tried. I'll have to give <laughs> yeah, it a go. True. Because it's not, you know, you can't, you have the to be lying down changed. and you can't do any manual angling. <laughs> for want of a better word. All right. You okay. have to be lying flat down and just let gravity do its work. Well, and then cross your fingers and hope. Yeah. I left manually angling. <laughs> Do you remember your first days at school? Um, yeah, I do. I went to quite a few. I went to kind of, there's a nursery school thing I went to in, mm. and I lived in London. That was good fun. And uh, you had to, basically, it was like a sort of, not a playgroup, kind of Montessori. So you sort of basically just did fun activities all day under this and then pretended wicked. it was learning. Yeah, so you do that. painting and drawing shapes. Play school's wicked, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it and is. they had these things like you had to have a little comb in a case. And then right. before lunch, you had to comb your hair and wash your hands and look all smart for lunch. Uh, what? That's lame. That is lame. No, it's, it's important. <laughs> and then, uh, what? It's important to comb your hair when you're preschool age. Yeah, you have to look smart. That is the time to look like a mess. No, I do that now. <laughs> it was good. And then there was, uh, yeah, all sorts of things like for when you had school lunch, you either, if you wanted more I think you left your cutlery at kind of like a 45 degree angle on the wonk yeah if you like and then if you finished you put them parallel Oh my goodness! What you did that at preschool? Bloody hell, yeah. Charlie! I'd for- I'd forgotten how posh you are. And then uh, after that, I went to kind of like a comprehensive school in London for a, about a term. A term, a comprehensive. That must have been absolutely awful for you, Charlie. <laughs> well, it was an absolute nightmare. I'll tell you that now we had uh, well, we had a class hamster that died, and uh, <laughs> that's what happens in comprehensive, Charlie. People die. I never managed to f- learn my way around the school ever in that entire term. I couldn't make it from the lunch hall back to my classroom. I didn't have do that and i bet and i bet they didn't dress smartly or comb their hair or they didn't put no, their cutlery no. in a specific way the only thing i really remember from there was they put on a production of peter pan and the people Sounds in my good. class had to do like a sort of dance at the start as the shadows right so everyone had to wear black clothing and do cool. these kind of little oh, sort of that's movement cool. routine <laughs> that's not cool <laughs> we did some epic school plays like what uh like we just did loads we did oliver and it was bloody long and, <laughs> and like sort of in depth and we we didn't do them at school we went to like a local theatre and stuff wow and, wow kids plays i think in general are quite long because kids aren't very good at snappy dialogue (laughs) they're also terrible (laughs) these were like big collaborations from the whole of the primary school day so it wasn't like oh just the kids bit like all the elder people all the elder kids the elders all of like the, the elders of the primary school. Yeah, the, the elders of the primary school. They were like the main actors, right? And then all the younger ones were like, I was in Fagin's gang. Sweet. So I had to like wear that sort of attire. Oh, that's good, actually, Rich. Now you're saying that we did something really similar, which was a Christmas play. It was a very Christmas story, and so the whole school was in it. Um, I think I was. 
A Sleeping Child, <laughs> which is a good... That's good acting, right? <laughs> good acting. I really, really got into that role. Nailed it. And <laughs> okay, like, that's sort of rising to your skills, isn't it? I mean, um, in my primary school, we used to do those stuff like because they opened a school hall I was there, and to celebrate it, each class had to do a kind of performance piece and luckily i had to take the starring role my class did uh, an extract from midsummer night's dream wow see this is the thing we do like sort of like oliver or made up stories about christmas charlie shakespeare a you know <laughs> infant school we're doing shakespeare all right i, I nailed over on it was yeah fine. that is a different class isn't it? it is a different class that's it all i had to be father christmas in a christmas one and i had oh, yeah. a solo singing really and everything oh. yeah. what did you sing what it was, was like song? a song all about what toys i'm gonna bring the different girls and boys can you remember how it goes Mm, yes. Go on, we sing it. it. Sing us an extract. <laughs> Go on. It went, My name is Father Christmas. I come to you on my sleigh. Hey. With lots of toys for girls and boys. What have I got today? And then it went through a line of different names again. I've got an action man for David. For <laughs> David. For David. I've got an action man for David. What have I got today? And then loads of other names. I mean, that actually sounds awful. <laughs> I've got a PSP for Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. In the old, they have to update it nowadays. Yeah. I've got a Nintendo Wii for Deborah. For Deborah. It's quite fun. It's quite fun. I've got Call of Duty for Michael. <laughs> but he's probably a bit too young. It's time for another Flat 29 hit A comedy song and then we'll talk for a bit Damn girl, you're looking flat 20 fine But when we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes When we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes And when we're eating breakfast, dropping flat 20 rhymes And when we're in the bath, dropping flat 20 rhymes Now on this podcast, drop some flat 20 rhymes Flat 20 rhymes is the section where in each chapter we make a brand new song about the topic For this chapter on children, I've done a song And I thought, what do the kids love more than our new quiz show, On The Wonk? Since we started doing the quiz, we've got quite a few emails in about the theme tune. So for this chapter, I have abandoned the topic and our song today is a full 12-inch extended version of On The Wonk. On the side of the hill, then I'm on the wonk And my drink starts to spill, cause I'm on the wonk I'm only wearing one shoe when I'm on the wonk And if you wanna try, just lean to one side So come and join if you can only enter If you're positioned off centre So get out your protractors, kids It's time to go on the wonk Cause it's a brand new craze that's sweeping the nation Whatever your age or occupation Whether you're at home or on your vacation All you gotta do is adjust your rotation And you don't need a qualification to be upright on a slight inclination Just watch your coordination and you'll be there for the duration Cause when I'm walking downstairs then I'm on the wonk And leaning back in my chair then I'm on the wonk I amputated one leg so I'm on the wonk See, I put my shoes straight onto my knees So come and join in, you can only enter If you're positioned off centre So let's get out our hacksaws kids It's time to go on the wonk 
of light Have a think about that Borrow this knife You've got two feet Down grade to one What's the matter? Don't you even like fun? Well, maybe I came on a bit strong If you didn't want to do it Then you shouldn't sing along Getting on the wonks When life begins But son, you've got too many limbs The entire population will be on the wonk Cosmetic amputation to be on the wonk And this really was a great idea of mine I was worried at the start, but it turned out fine Cause legally speaking there's nothing wrong With telling you to cut your foot off in the song So let's call our attorneys kids It's time to go on the wonk yeah. Hello? Hi Dan, it's Rick Have you finished on the walls yet? Uh, yeah, I have. I got a little bit bogged down with trying to convince people to amputate one of their feet. Do you think that's going to be a problem? Yeah, I'll be fine. Cool, well, I'm glad you're on board with this. Cool. Have you still got both your feet, by the way? Yeah, of course I have. Why do you ask? Oh, no reason. No reason. Podcast. We at Flat29 used to be children once, so I think we are ideally qualified to give parenting advice to uh, parents of children of all ages. How would you recommend uh, parents deal with children? Discipline is important. Discipline uh, in what way? Um, you've got to keep your child in line. <laughs> I'm um, expecting Charlie don't, don't. to go down a very Victorian route. <laughs> you've got to denounce your children. <laughs> Charlie denounces his children. <laughs> They didn't have these social problems of, you know, children talking back and knife crime in the Victorian era. Well, so, they did. Uh, yeah, but I didn't have to hear about it. I'm pretty sure there was knife crime. Yeah, but that was Oikes on the street who didn't have... That was orphans. I mean, that's different. It was, it was fun knife crime. <laughs> that was orphans. It was different. Well, I mean, how, how, how qualified do you feel you would be to give parenting advice? Do you think you would make a good parent? I think I'd be a nice parent. Would you? Too nice or just nice Too enough? Nice. Too, Too nice. Too nice. Would you be soft? I'd be soft touch, I think. Would you? Yeah. Would you, but you need to, it's all about uh, a good double act parenting. Yeah, good cop, bad cop. Exactly. Do you think that your uh, fiance Han would be a good bad cop? Hang on, she'd... a good bad cop. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, she'd be the bad cop. Would she? Um, and like, yeah, school them. Is that what yeah. you say? So, well, <laughs> that's what you said in the past, yeah. <laughs> But yes. But I'd be the one. I think they'd come to me and go like, oh, can I have some Haribo? Yeah. Yeah. I right. mean, that is a good, that's kind of the traditional role of the dad, isn't it? The Haribo giver. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> yeah, the, or giver uh, the giver of Haribo. Or the kind of soft touch in, in, a, in, a, in some relationships anyway. I think that mm. the mum does the discipline, the dad's there for the fun times and then goes off to war or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah that would be me, getting yeah. off to war. Get yeah. off to Nam. Perhaps we're too uh, immature. We just love Haribo too much. <laughs> yeah, probably. I would never I, deny a child some Haribo. I, I, it's good for their nourishment. It is. Haribo. How? Because you can have <laughs> Haribo eggs, uh, Haribo <laughs> fruits. Yeah. Haribo all the main, or ha Haribo meats. Straws. <laughs> all the main food groups. Kayla bottles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the main food groups. I'd also feed them pears. Would you? <laughs> I'd force feed them pears. <laughs> would you make them use the dispenser What? or would you just get the packet and tip it down their throats? <laughs> Is that a kind of punishment? Because <laughs> yeah. pears aren't actually that good, are they? They're quite chalky. I yeah. don't really like them. Yeah. So that would be a good punishment. Right, you're not having your Arabo. Eat all this. Eat a load of pears. I, I had some pears the other day. I quite enjoyed it. Do you think a Kinder Egg Surprise would be a good punishment as well? Well, you could have a Kinder Egg Surprise but with something terrible inside. If it had like a tiny landmine inside. A tiny landmine. <laughs> 
<laughs> just a small localized explosion. You know, just take off a finger or something. Is that the next plan for um, for the Taliban IEDs in the um, in the Kinder Surprise? It could work. No one would expect it. Yeah, that's their next attack on the West. Yeah, they're be. like, how can we make the biggest amount of impact? Kinder <laughs> eggs. Like, what do the West and their decadent ways? What do they love most? Kinder eggs because it's a chocolate and a surprise, surprise. and a toy <laughs> and a bomb that is, now. That is pure. De- <laughs> and now a bomb. That is pure decadence, isn't it? It's an improvised explosive device which is triggered by the joy of a child. <laughs> it would speed up the queue at Tesco, say Dan. Do you think that they should start to make? Because you know, as you say, parenting. Sometimes you want to teach. We're lessons. not talking about the Taliban now. Are no, we? no, no. I've no. moved on. Now. <laughs> gonna, they're going to make. In, what are they going to make? In parenting, as you were saying, sometimes you want to teach kids lessons about uh, the futility of life. And so, as well as Kinder Surprise, which is in a way a lesson in that already, you could make a a kind of sister brand called Kinder Disappointment, packaged exactly the same, Okay, but the mother or father or parent buying the egg decides which ones to buy, depending on what lesson they want to teach their child at the time. (laughs) And so inside one of them, it's just like a kind of a line of bleak poetry, (laughs) perhaps. And the other what? one, you get a fantastic toy. So, so it's a bit like a fortune cookie. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just got, like, maybe some Smith's lyrics. Oh, you don't want <laughs> to kill themselves, Dan. Come just, on. <laughs> <laughs> just a mini Morrissey pop-up figure. Yeah. That's, a bit, that's a bit too harsh. I mean. <laughs> so, yeah. Do, do you think that, that would be a valuable lesson to teach kids? A lesson. <laughs> I think you're right. It's a lesson, valuable or it's not. It's just got like a little message in there that says things aren't don't always turn out good. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. A really yeah, de- an unmotivational message. Uh, ultimately, life probably won't turn out the way you want it to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like um, Santa's not real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you learn a horrible truth every time you do something <laughs> yeah, wrong. Each one contains a horrible truth. <laughs> Your mum and dad don't really love each other anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who's been getting in touch with us? Let's look at the letters page. Let's see who's been getting in touch with us. In the last couple of weeks, since our previous podcast, we got a letter in from listener Gareth. Now, he's contacted us before, and I think I'm right in saying he is 11 years old. So we got this uh, message from him referring to the careers days we talked about on last chapter 37 on work. He said, There was a career day at school and it was just lots of people saying that their job is boring and don't do their job. And there was two guys from the army trying to recruit you. And the people even had a job that was quite exciting, like a sculptor who said that most of your time is spent holding pieces in places and waiting for glue to dry. And the DJ who said that most of your time is spent setting up equipment. And the army, it's great serving your country. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, I love that uh, email. And listen again. Gareth, I'm glad we have 11-year-old listeners. Whether they should be listening to the podcast is questionable. It's It's very debatable, and I would like to have a word with his parents. But (laughs) it's happened now. There's nothing we can do about it. What do you think about his email? I like the thought of, at the end, you get confused about the DJ and the army. Is this DJ working for the army? (laughs) (laughs) The army could do with a DJ. It's it's great being a DJ serving for your country, isn't it? (laughs) 
<laughs> I think DJs are employed by the Queen. I've been doing a one-year tour in Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shipped out to Ibiza. <laughs> I was recruited. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea. I just like picturing this career day. So a DJ comes in and says, oh, being a DJ is not that good. Why did they get a DJ in there? They must have been slim pickings of the DJ. And the DJ said, oh, you spend most of your time setting up your equipment. <laughs> Some kind of, like, self-loathing DJ. He's not really selling it as a viable career, He's is not, he? Is he? If I was the DJ, I'd be saying, it's great, you get to go and do sets in Iraq. <laughs> we got a letter in from listener Jamie, who says... I think Charlie's littering crime should definitely count since it's a $500 fine here in the US, at least in Ohio. Also, as much as I love you guys, especially Charlie, I cringe when you make fun of religion. I feel like I may be doomed to an eternity in hell for laughing, and I don't need that. (laughs) I'm on the shit list at work once again for laughing too loudly at your podcast. What do we think about that, guys? Do you think that she's doomed for eternity in hell, or just an eternity on the shit list might be possibly more accurate? (laughs) It's probably a combination of both, isn't it? I don't know which one's worse. I'm not a religious man myself, but I think if Jesus was around, he would probably be quite a decent bloke and he'd be up for a laugh. He'd be like a sort of Russell Brand. <laughs> he would guy. be a like Russell sort Brand. Of very guy, charming. <laughs> yeah. But also a bit of a rock star. Yeah. A bit of a Lothario. <laughs> Except he wouldn't have to lie down when crowd serving, he could just walk over the crowd. Oh, that'd be exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So have we just made it worse then? I don't possibly we have. Possibly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think what we're trying to say is uh, everyone has a sense of humour about these things in some way or another. And God himself probably does as well. It's okay to make fun out of things. Just don't be a dick about it. Right? Yeah. And that's what we're doing. Feel guiltless. Yeah. If anyone's going to go to hell, it's us. So (laughs) just don't worry about it. Let us go to hell for you. (laughs) We'll go to hell on your behalf. Because Dan's got a one-way ticket to hell and back. (laughs) Yeah, I made a song about it. He's got a one-way ticket to hell and back. Yeah. We also got a letter in from listeners. Daniel, he said, Hey guys, thanks for the podcast. It's absolute yeah. quality, Smiley. I'm from Cape Town but live in Whistler Ski Resort in Canada, and over here, littering is incredibly frowned upon. As a result, I think Judge Rich should reverse the decision to let Charlie go free and lock him up for good. Perhaps an Inmates versus Charlie and Rich episode of On the Wonk could take place. It's nice, isn't it, when people write into us and say we should go to jail. So one person writing in saying we should go to jail, and one person writing in saying we should go to hell. Well, that's a successful <laughs> week, I think. We've done really well yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah. The listenership denounces us. Well, should we go to prison? It could be fun. I'd quite enjoy the prisoner versus me and Rich version of On the Wonk. <laughs> I feel like it would be more physical. I think I will reverse my decision and make it more of a crime and Charlie will do the time that's all <laughs> I'm prepared to say at the moment well how about this this is our um, final episode of our current volume of Flats and Big Book of Everything so until we restart after the summer Charlie's in jail how about that okay yeah to add Jeopardy yeah maybe he won't come out on time exactly we need Jeopardy maybe he'll get killed in prison or else no one will listen yeah exactly when it comes back so that's the end of the letters for this week. If you would like to get in touch with us over the summer break, uh, please do so on podcast at flat29.com and we'll have a nice big pile of letters to go through after the summer holiday. Finally, we did get a quick letter in from listener Blastegg suggesting that we... Uh, 
create enhanced podcasts. He said that as the show is split into sections anyway, what about if we created a iTunes podcast which had chapter markers on each of the different sections so you could skip through them? I thought that was a wicked idea. So I have done it. I've started it already. If you go to iTunes and search for Flat 29, you will see now three podcasts. The normal one, our songs one, where you can download on us all our songs, and an enhanced podcast. And if you play them on your iPhone or on your computer, using iTunes or whatever program you use to play them with, you can skip through the chapters, you'll see chapter art for each one, links to the different extras, like videos and extra audio clips. It's a good way to go back through the catalogue. It's a good way to find the bits you like and kill the bits you hate. Not another challenge, Charlie. I'm skipping that will be something that some people might say. Send us an email whenever you can I know you're really busy deleting your spam Podcast at flat29.com And why not jazz it up with an emoticon Or a lolcat Shut up, lolcat Now it's time to have a bit of a chat with our Canadian friend Brian Wilson, not from the Beach Boys, in a section we love to call... Chatting with Brian. 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 Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Brian Wilson's evil twin? Hold on one sec. I just spilled hot tea on my hand and it hurts. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> He's changed. I was going to say, how are you? But Right. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you doing, Brian? We haven't spoken to you for ages. I know. I've been in South Korea. South Korea. Can you fill <laughs> us in on all of the fortnights that we've missed over the past few fortnights? Nights. Uh, what was the most Korean thing you did? I ate dog. Did you really? Uh, I can imagine you doing that. I bet you <laughs> did. You always go for the weird meat. Because it's a doggy dog world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. It was a dog soup. What was it like? Do you have to pick out a dog from a pound and then, you know, go, I want that one? I want Scooby-Doo over there. I want to eat him. <laughs> the only disturbing thing, which... The whole thing sounds disturbing <laughs> to me, but carry on. <laughs> it sort of put me off eating in general because they had two ribs in there. Uh, Pretty grim. <laughs> dog gristle that tears off of me with the... Stomach's turning. You know. right. Well, there you go. That's Brian's report on doggies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Readily available in South Korea. Don't rush out. <laughs> and kill your dog right now. <laughs> no no hold off do you need your dog dead <laughs> call Brian Wilson he'll eat it in front of your family <laughs> <laughs> right <clears throat> he will make your kids cry <laughs> but yeah other than that we went to the demilitarized zone on the border with the north no way which was fascinating yeah I bet uh, they let us go into a tunnel that they found that the uh, the North had, had apparently dug towards Seoul, breaching the treaty and going under the demilitarized zone. Wow. Apparently it was enough for something like, I don't know, 30,000 troops an hour on foot to get through into Seoul. That's, That's wow. quite a big tunnel. Yeah. So did you stop any Did you stop any wars or start any wars? Uh, I can't <laughs> remember. I was wasted all trip, the whole trip. So probably <laughs> you did. <laughs> you going to look at a very serious political landmark, the ball between South and North Korea just absolutely trashed. I wouldn't be surprised. They drink this stuff there called soju. It's like 70 cents for like a two-liter bottle of this rubbing alcohol poison. So it's a bit like white lightning. Uh, yeah, it, does, it wipes right. your memory clean, makes you fight with people you wouldn't. <laughs> does it make you fight with North Korea? <laughs> yeah. Well, Brian, today on our 
podcast, we're talking about children and childhood. What is your earliest childhood memory? Oh, I was never young. <laughs> I came out of the womb like this. <laughs> I got, uh, you know, as three of you guys know, I used to be a wrestling freak. Yeah, you did, didn't you? So um, did you do amateur wrestling at your house? <laughs> Cushions and stuff? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We did... Uh, Wrestle your dog, then eat it? <laughs> <laughs> You'd need to. I, res- I wrestled my North Korean. Night <laughs> <laughs> him. Every family had one in Canada. Yeah. Wrestling matches. Going to wrestling matches, I think. That was an early memory. So, at what age would you go to a wrestling match and scream at uh, big men in tights hitting each other? You mean the immortal Hulk Hogan? Didn't you meet the Hulk? No. You know what? There were two occasions where I was so close to meeting him, but they wouldn't let me because uh. it was that stupid book signing. Uh. And I didn't have a book. <laughs> <laughs> you thought, I really want to meet the Hulk, but I am not buying a book. Yeah. What books has the Hulk written? Uh. He's written a small suite of novelettes <laughs> about um, life in California. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's written a selection of uh, Sudoku compilations. Yeah. <laughs> the Immortal Hulk Hogan Sudoku compilation, brother. Exactly. Wrestle with these brain teasers. Or like some really, really boring word searches where all the answers are just Hulk Hogan. Or... <laughs> Did you guys hear, uh, unfortunately, Macho Man Randy Savage just passed away? Oh, that was ages ago. How did you mourn his death? You punched his grave. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just watched a couple of YouTube videos of him and that was it and then moved on. Did he weep softly into your own leotard? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Brian. We will see you uh, when we return for some more Chatting with Brian. Yay. I love you. Love you too, Brian. Bye. Bye. We got instructions for an IKEA bed in a big book of A recipe to make bread in a big we got the deeds to the sun And naked pictures of your mum What's better, being a kid or being an adult? Well, when you're a kid, you want to be an adult Yep Don't you? You want to, like when you're a teen and stuff You, you do wanna go, oh, I want to drink, I want to wear high smoke. heels no, I want to wear me. high heels, I okay. want to piss my ears I want to piss my life <laughs> I want to have sex with everyone. Yeah. Well, um, how old are you is it when you're describing this? About five. <laughs> um, yeah. You were an absolute tearaway. But then when you turn into an adult, whenever that is, yeah. um, you're like, oh, I want to just fuck about. I reckon overall, it's quite good to be a sort of young adult, like early 20s yeah. is good. Right. So what we've just done then? Yeah, so we've just finished the heyday. Yeah. Where's the end of the heyday? I'm guessing it's 25, so Rich, you're not quite there yet. I'm still you? there. You're still in it. You're still in the Damn sweet you. spot. <laughs> I'm on the tipping point. Charlie's gone. He's a lost cause. I know. <laughs> It makes me sad every day. Like a concentration camp. <laughs> Is it? You guys are sort of either I- or either in or on the way in the gas chamber, and I'm <laughs> waiting what a, out. What a horrible, <laughs> horrible metaphor. It's not that bad. And I'm still outside awaiting my fate. Will I be? Will I be toiling the field, or will I be gassed to death? <laughs> what a terrible. Oh no, when I'm 25. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we need to do enough concentration camp analogies is my thought. Well, what I'm what I'm getting from this podcast is that we're we're kind of we're on a bit of a downer, aren't we? We are, yes. <laughs> because we're seeing that our lives are essentially over, which, you know, to people older than us is very offensive. 
<laughs> we're going to get less of complaint, you can tell. Yeah, exactly. People who are a lot older are saying, what are you on about, you bloody idiots? I wish I was in my 20s yeah. and running a successful podcast. <laughs> so basically we should be embracing our youth, embracing each other's youths, and embracing some youths. But steady on that. But steady, you know? <laughs> steady on the youths. That, that could be taken the wrong way. Yeah. So, conclusion then. Kids or adults, what are you going to be? You can either be, I've got a ray gun, which makes you either five or thirty. Five. But you stay that age forever. You don't get any yeah. older. I'll right? be five. You're going to be five or are you going to be thirty? Five. I think I'm going to be five as well. What about you, Charlie? I'll take 30. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you saying that then? Why are you going for 30? I just, well, if you're not going to get any older, 30 is fine. You can still It's not bad, is stuff. it? Either way, no. actually. But either one of those is quite good. But I just think being five is quite fun. You're just fucking around all the time. Would you know, though? Would it be retrospective? Like, you would just look like you were five but have your brain now? <laughs> oh, that'd be brilliant. I think, because if I was just five, I don't think I'd know that I'm going going to be five forever so I you wouldn't be in you wouldn't constant have bliss no but you would yeah you'd have the brain of a five-year-old you wouldn't have your own knowledge now so you would whereas if you were constantly 30 i think the changing in time yeah like in a hundred years i think i'd go crazy because i'm like oh well this i'm not used to this yeah. this isn't my time exactly I you'd be, be whereas in fi- and whereas and you'd be watching all of your friends die and get old yeah yeah, yeah, but you'd have to do that when you were five. Yeah, but you wouldn't have quite so much knowledge of it. Yeah, but like when you were five, when you went, when you were five, and like your grand died, you were like, yeah, tell me something else. <laughs> tell me something I don't know. <laughs> now you have to watch your parents and you know your siblings die at age five. You'd be far more traumatic. Than yeah, you've got a point. I think what we're the problem we're struggling here with is the problem with immortality, rather than <laughs> the actual point, isn't it? Really, yeah, true. Good yeah. point. Good point. <laughs> so should we just say let's do neither? them let's have a portal where we can shift between 30 and 5 and nothing in between nothing in between (laughs) all right deal nothing else matters well i'll set that up then when i'm standing on the side of a hill then i'm on the walk and my drink starts to spill because i'm on the walk i'm only wearing one shoe when i'm on the walk and if you want to try just lean to one side because everybody loves a queen show presenter when they're positioned off center On the Wonk is our work in progress quiz show in which contestants answer questions to gain control of the Wonk. The Wonk then moves over to their side of the audio spectrum. So to get the full wonky experience, you must be wearing headphones for this quiz. It's time to play On the Wonk. Because everybody loves a quiz show presenter when they're positioned off centre. So get out your protractors, kids. It's time to go on the Wonk. This week's On The Wonk, joining our regular contestants Rich and Charlie, are two guest contestants, listeners of the Flat 29 podcast, who tweeted in uh, saying that they would be available at a ludicrous time in the morning. Can you please introduce yourself and tell us what time it is at the moment where you are? First of all, let's have listener Scott. Hi, my name's Scott and it's 
2.36 a.m. in the morning here in California. And Scott, are you feeling in any way wonky right now? I am so wonky. I've actually tilted all of my pictures. Nice. I thought that would help me out with my luck. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Good start. I like it. I'm going to do that now. <laughs> all right. Well, while Rich does that, let's meet second contestant, listener Maribel. Can you please tell us where you are and what time it is? Hi, I'm Maribel. I'm from Chicago, where it is 4.37 in the morning. And Maribel, how are you awake at that time? How? It's just my love for Flat 29. Got me out of bed. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> and are you feeling in any way wonky at the moment? I imagine you probably are. This is probably the wonkiest. It's the best time for me to be wonky. <laughs> 4.30am is officially the wonkiest time in the, in the clock. I agree. So this week's On the Wonk is all about uh, celebrity baby names. Our theme for this week's chapter is children, and so I've got some children's names given to celebrities. And as usual, some of them are real celebrity names, and some of them I have simply made up. So you have to guess which are real and which are made up. Let's find out the teams. I'm going to flip a coin. Uh, Heads, Scott, you're going to be with Charlie. Tails, you're going to be with Rich. Here we go. It's heads. What did I say was heads? <laughs> I'm with Charlie. So heads, Scott is with Charlie. Tails, Maribel, you're going to be with Rich. Let's play this week's On The Wonk. So get out your protractors, kids. It's time to go on the wonk. Right, first question is to uh, Charlie and Scott. The child name is 17. Like the number? Like the number. 17. Uh, that's... Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't think that's real. No, 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 I don't think so. Either. It's kind of crazy, but I just I get a feeling it's not. Why seventeen? Why not eighteen? Why not twenty-one? <laughs> These are monumental numbers. So they've preempted their life expectancy, isn't it? <laughs> now it could be Zac Efron's child in for his movie Seventeen again. I don't know. Isn't that a film about him having a baby and calling it Seventeen again? <laughs> I, <think so. laughs> I don't think it's real, Charlie. No, I agree with you, Scott. I don't. I, I don't think it's real either. Okay, you don't think it's real. The answer is... You are correct. That one is made up. Well (laughs) done. We want 50% in the direction of Charlie and Scott. Rich and Maribel. Okay. Satchel. Oh my god. Is that real? (laughs) Or is it made up? (laughs) Hi, I'm Satchel. Nice to meet you. Get out of my house. (laughs) That's weird, isn't it? That's really weird. I'm imagining like the school run and they say don't forget Satchel. (laughs) Um, I I don't know, I still think it's it sounds like a name. They could have just called them bag. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's less appealing. Or like rucksack or something, couldn't they? There's an old baseball player named Satchel. In a in a America. Oh. I think we should go with it then, because maybe it's a Satchel fan. Maybe, maybe or maybe it's him. <laughs> or maybe, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. You going with real? Yeah. The answer is... You are correct! Yes! It's real, well done! Yeah. The child of Spike Lee and Tonya Lewis Lee, Satchel Lee. So we wonk right back into the middle again. Whoa! Whoa! Right, next one is for Charlie and Scott. Blue Angel. Hmm. Blue first name, middle name Angel. Oh, goodness. 
I reckon it's real. That that is so sixties, like Moon Zappa. It's gonna be, and it's gonna be some kind of insane pop star, isn't it? He's just gone. I'm gonna call my child Blue. Yeah. But it sounds like you know someone like Bob Geldof would do if he hadn't already named his children irresponsibly anyway. <laughs> is it Anthony Costa's child? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Rich. I'm I'm gonna go with you. I think it's real as well. Yes. Okay. Good. Let's let's say it's real then, guys. Are you thinking of the nightclub in Liverpool? <laughs> is there one called Blue Angel? Do you remember for that Blue Angel, it was horrible. I love that nightclub. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I'm there all the time. Well, the answer is you are correct. That yes. is real. It is the child of U2's The Edge. Oh, is See, it? So he's got a stupid name to begin with. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was always going to do that, wasn't he? Well, then we bloody wonk right back 50% in the direction of Charlie and Scott. Whoa! Richard Maribel Stephen Strange That's a good name A real name Or is it made up Because Strange is a surname isn't it There's someone famous called Strange isn't there Would that be the middle name Dan uh, That is in this case the surname you're right uh-huh. It's just a real name That could be my neighbour's name <laughs> It could be In fact Should we ask them Can you get them up please Maribel <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is, the, is the theme of this game Weird celebrity names Or any celebrity names Oh no this a very good question I don't have the answer <laughs> <laughs> it just is what it is I mean I have I didn't make the quiz but I get the feeling it's any name that's might be funny that's sort of from a celebrity basically it's pulled from one Wikipedia article <laughs> <laughs> I think it's real if you think it's real it's it's probably, probably not, real. but we'll say that it is. Yeah, I think it's real, because that would be really immature for you to come up with that name, wouldn't it? <laughs> and think it's funny, because I didn't laugh at all when you Don't underestimate my immaturity, Rich. <laughs> what do you think? What's your final answer? We're going to say real. You're going to say real. And that's mainly my view. Okay, <laughs> this is going to be a controversial point. This could split the team apart. The answer is... It's not real, oh, I'm yes. afraid. It is, though. You were on the right lines because it is a real name, but it's not a substitute. It is the name of a Marvel Comics character, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Strange. Exactly. <laughs> and his full name is Stephen Strange. And so I slip that one in there and say, Rich, you're right, I didn't wake it up. But it is not a celebrity baby name. So we wonk 100% in the direction of Scott and Charlie. Right, we're on the final two questions. Everything to play for, and we employ the Super Wonk bonus at this stage. That means that the next two questions, a correct answer will gain you 100% Wonk, an incorrect answer will lose you 100% Wonk. So the stakes are high, everything to play for. First question is to Charlie and Scott. Spec. (laughs) How's that spelled? S-P-E-C-K. Oh. <laughs> Can I just say, Dan, that Stephen Strange, yep. born Stephen John Harrington, is a Welsh what? pop singer. What? Best known as the lead singer and frontman of the 1980s pop group Visage. 
<laughs> but he's not their celebrity child, though, is he? That's all I'll say. Don't scramble around on the internet to try and prove yourselves right. You just accept the wonk, okay? The okay. wonk will not be questioned. Yeah, I will not reverse a wonk. Uh, anyway, spec. Is spec short for anything? Uh, I'm not. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Spectacle. I'm not sure about this one. It's wacky enough that. Yeah, but on the other hand, it's sort of demeaning slightly. It doesn't kind of give you an aura of mystery. I'm leaning towards it not being real. You're leaning towards it not being real. What are you? Which way are you leaning, Scott? God, it's crazy enough that I think it was a real one, but I will trust you. Oh, it's going to be another divisive Don't one. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. <laughs> Maribel's been hurt before. <laughs> I want to say it's not real. Okay, I will go with you. All right, the answer is... It's true, yeah. I'm afraid. Yeah. It's wrong. My false, I've been true. <laughs> the, it's uh, Speck Wildhorse is the uh, full name, and he is the uh, son of John Mellencamp. Oh, you're a dick. <laughs> we wonk all the way back to the middle. Oh. Whoa! <laughs> okay, final question. We're right in the middle. If you get this right, you've won. If you get it wrong, you have completely lost. Oh, pressure. So <laughs> tense. Richard Maribel. Oh, God. Is it real name or did it make it up? Blossom Hill. Now, is that not the name of wine? Is it? A make of wine, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you not know that? No, I didn't. Okay. Dan's thinking, okay, what have I done here? Made up a name that's <laughs> the same as a wine. <laughs> maybe, or maybe I'm thinking, why is this celebrity named their daughter <laughs> after wine? wine. <laughs> um, it sounds real. It sounds like it could be real, but the wine thing is concerning. Yeah. <laughs> if we lose this, I'm blaming this on the incompetence of the quizmaster for coming up with a wine name. <laughs> Go on, what do you think? So, should we say false? We'll say false. Yeah. Okay. The answer is. <laughs> you are correct! Yeah. That is oh, false! Yeah. I Come did on. know about the wine. I did literally I know that after the wine. The wine. <laughs> You're an idiot, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so, we want 100% towards Richard Maribel. So well done, Rich and Maribel. You are this week's winners of On The Wonk. How do you feel? I feel amazing. I'm really excited because Rich is, is such a rare winner in this game. <laughs> True. <laughs> I feel like I've done something. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Maribel. We're going to celebrate with a glass of Blossom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so go and enjoy your Blossom Hill. Maybe wait until uh, later in the day, Maribel, just for the, a <laughs> yeah, bit of advice. It's probably a bit early. It's a whole new day. <laughs> I'm interested. Are you planning to go back to sleep now? Now. Oh, definitely, for sure. Okay, okay, good. How good <laughs> right. are you, though? <laughs> how, how good are you after that adrenaline <laughs> rush? Yeah, maybe I'll go for a run instead. <laughs> so get out your protractors, kids. It's time to go on the wonk. Well, thank you very much to uh, contestants uh, Scott and Maribel. Do you have anything internet-wise you would like to promote? Scott, you have a podcast. I do have a podcast, The Seder Sphere. Yeah. It's a little podcast about me and my love of musical theater and hockey and role-playing games and just being a, a guy in California. Fantastic. And where can people get hold of that? You can find us on iTunes at The Seder Sphere, or you can go to our website at www.thesedersphere.blogspot.com. Fantastic. And Maribel, do you have anything internet noise you would like to draw people's attention to? Um, I write a uh, Chicago blog on Chicago Trivia Nights where we review pub trivia around town. Oh, good stuff. Fantastic. Cool. So you can check that out at www.chicagonow.com slash 
Chicago-Hearts-Trivia. This is making me very embarrassed because you actually are now a quiz expert. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why I won. <laughs> and I've been doing this poorly thrown together quiz. Well, I hope you don't review it too harshly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. And we will see you for a future edition of On The Wonk. That was Flat 29's Big Quicker Everything, chapter 38 on children. And it was the last chapter of our current volume, volume 2 of our Big Book of Everything, before we go on a little break for the summer. Over the summer, we are going to be working tirelessly. Don't you worry, we're not having a break. We are putting together an album of the best of our Flat 20 rhymes we've made over the past couple of years. The the versions you've heard on the podcast are kind of like demo versions. We're going to be uh, souping them up and making them extra amazing, and that final album will be with you at some point, so look out for that in the future. But please do send us emails over the summer break, podcast at flat29.com. Please do leave us iTunes reviews, and remember to check out the enhanced podcast feed on iTunes if you want to relive some of the old episodes and finally have a look at our website where you can buy uh, merchandise like clothes and t-shirts and stuff like that and CDs we've got previous CDs of songs and uh, musicals we've done in the past which you can buy from our website so go and have a look at that and we will see you when we return after the break have a good summer bye bye, bye. Flat 29's big book of everything Another topic down, a millions to go We've covered that in enormous detail There's nothing else you could possibly want to know Let's have a little business meeting Shall we? Just a really quick one Yeah, go for it Go on him. Okay What's they? Did you have something to raise during this meeting, or are you just suggesting? Um, okay, well, uh, okay. Rich, you take the minutes. Where do you see this going? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> where do you see yourself in five years? No. <laughs>